welcome to the Sales and Marketing for Decorators podcast. My name is John Mears, and today we're going to be talking about how to follow up as a decorator without pestering. When most people think of following up, they think of calling or emailing the prospective customer with something along the lines of, Hi, I just wanted to check in and see if you're still interested in moving forward with my product service. This seems like a perfectly normal way to do it. You may well have even said these exact words to a customer yourself at some point. I know that I definitely have. The problem is that following up like this is not nearly as effective as we want it to be. It lacks lacks imagination. It offers no value or reason for the prospect to reply. And if you do it more than once, you just seem like you're pestering them. Uh, So how do we follow up more effectively? Well, first things first, you need to set the stage for effective following up. When you finish your meeting or send your proposal through, you need to set a clear course of action so that the prospect knows what to expect. Once you've delivered the proposal or, or the quote, tell the prospect, tell the potential customer, something along the following lines say take a couple of days to properly digest the quote and discuss it with any any other decision maker Uh, i'll then give you a call to answer any questions you may have and to talk about the next steps should you want to proceed once you've said said that then set a firm time uh, firm time and day to call them and make sure you do it And that's follow-up number one. So that's the easy bit. Unfortunately, in the majority of sales, you'll need to follow up more than once to get the business. You, as a business, may decide that one follow-up is enough. That's fine. Uh, And if you get enough work uh, doing with with one follow-up, then absolutely crack on. Uh, But there is a lot more business to be had if you continue uh, following up at this point it, it might be worth um, at this point you might be thinking well if they don't have the de- decency to come back to me after I've delivered the quote or even after I follow up then they're probably not interested uh, and that they're not worth your time chasing this is where you are sadly wrong um, the old sales phrase is the fortune is in the follow-up Following up is not just where you'll find the majority of your sales, but it's also where you'll find the higher value sales. Let's say you're a decorator who works on a a day rate of £100 a day. And let's say you tend to close four out of 10 of new customers that approach you. Uh, And more importantly, let's say you don't currently have a following up process. Well, what would happen if you tried to put your day rate from 100 up to 140? You probably start getting maybe one out of 10 jobs instead of you know, where it was four out of 10. You know, Adjust the numbers accordingly. You might be getting eight or nine out of 10, but if you put your prices up, you're going to reduce that. Either way, that is a disaster. Um, but this can be avoided if you have an effective following up procedure in place. With proper following up, you might find that you could increase your day rate to, you know, from 100 to 140 
and still get four out of 10 jobs, still get the same amount of work. Uh, and don't forget that, you know, in this example, 100 to 140, 40 pounds a day is an extra 10 grand a year. So this is not small fry. Uh, or you could just leave your prices as they are and, and go up to getting eight out of 10 jobs. Here's some stats that I've, I've found that you might find interesting. So sales statistics, 48% of sales, 48% of salespeople never follow up with a prospect. 25% of salespeople make a second contact and, and then stop. 12% of salespeople make three contacts and stop. And only 10% of salespeople make more than three contacts, three follow-ups. Now, this becomes important when you look at the following. So 2% of sales are made on the first contact. 3% of sales are made on the second. 5% are made on the third contact. 10% of sales are made on the fourth contact. And 80% of sales are made on the fifth to the twelfth contact. A full 80% of sales, and this is across all industries, so it will fluctuate slightly. But if you think about it in your decorators process, you know, the first contact would be them reaching out to you. Um, the second contact would be arranging a meeting. The third contact might be the meeting. The fourth contact would be your first follow-up. And then your second and your third follow-ups would put you into the fifth, sixth, seventh contact. <sighs> this just shows how important it is to make multiple contacts, multiple touch points with the customer, because they're, the vast majority of sales are in that, in that later stages of the relationship. Now, the good news about these, these contacts is, is it can come in various forms, as we say. Uh, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to list out for you five ways that I think you could follow up effectively so number one as i mentioned earlier when you deliver that quotation tell them you'll call them in 48 hours or, or a couple of days or three four days whatever it's going to be 48 hours to answer any questions they may have um that's your first follow-up the phone call will start with something as simple as hi it's dave from dave decorators um now that you've had a chance to digest the quotation properly, do you have any questions or concerns you'd like to discuss? Simple. Second follow-up could be an email, some before and after pictures. You might have already shown the customer some of your work during the meeting, but now you've got more information, you can send them more relevant pictures. So now you know the sort of colors they're interested in, the size of the room. You can show them before and after pictures of, of similar projects. Um, just fire them over on an email. This will really help them visualize what you're offering. Uh, again, you could mention during the initial meeting uh, when you're measuring up that you'll send over some pictures of similar jobs to see if it helps them give some inspiration. Third thing you could do is, is send them something more creative and personal. Um, did they mention they were interested in uh, you know certain wallpaper brands or geometric designs? Send them some images of, of similar work that you've done again. Try and inspire them. Try and help them. Um, try and help them visualize what you can do for them. Um, fourth follow up. Uh, find a piece of information. You've seen the images all over, uh, all over Facebook and stuff. Um, 
that image that shows how using different colors uh, on the ceilings and walls and, and everything like that can change the feel and, and almost the size of the room. Uh, show them what they can do to, to change the how a room feels when you walk into it with different colors. Um, fifth follow-up could be, you know, are they looking for something to make their home unique? Uh, go on Pinterest or Facebook or wherever and just find a couple of articles and, and share latest trends with them, whether that's, you know, painting stairizers a different color or, or, you know, wooden feature walls, whatever's the latest thing. Send them a couple of things like that. Um, even better if it's work that you've recently done. Remember, as a decorator, you'll have more insights about the latest trends than you probably give yourself credit for. You'll know things like whether it's better to have the same colour above the picture rail. Uh, you, sorry, you'll know whether it's better to have the, the same colour above the picture rail as, as the ceiling or whether you should have a different colour to the ceiling or all these little things and where you've got ceilings that um, go a bit lower down and, and meet the walls in different areas and under stairs and things like that. You'll be able to advise the customer on whether that you know that should be the same color as the, the rest of the ceiling, or whether it should be the same color of the walls. All these little things that you might assume that everybody knows are actually very valuable insights for a customer. And when it, when you share them with the customer, it makes you stand out from the competition. Okay, so putting it all in action, take fifteen minutes to sit down and write four or five ways that you can add extra value to a customer with your industry insights. Then combine them with some of the standard following up methods that I've detailed um, that we've just spoken about. Once you have that list, save all those article links and the pictures and stuff like that on a nice simple file on your laptop. Then all you need to do is pick and choose the relevant ones for each customer and just drip feed it to them over uh, you know, a two, three week period, whatever you want. Essentially, you can just pre-write all these follow-ups and have a set number of images. And if you've got a customer who's been a bit slow to respond, uh, but it's a job you really think you quite like, then you just go to that folder uh, on, your, on your laptop that's called follow-ups. You go in there, you grab a couple of images, you fire them over to the customer and boom, you know you've opened up the conversation with again. And remember that you only come across as uh, as pestering if you're not bringing something new and valuable to the conversation every time that you reach out to them. And, and this is not what you're doing now. You're offering something useful. You're offering information for the client every time you make contact. Um, so once you have that, that file of follow-up tactics on your laptop, it will literally take you 30 seconds a day to follow up with each customer. It's it's very little effort, um, but it could bring you in huge, huge rewards. Anyway, I hope this helps. If you have any questions about this sort of thing, as always, just feel free to get in touch. Have a good one. Cheers, guys.